Welcome, friends, to Golf is a Four-Letter Word. Approaching the tee box now, your host, Craig Dufton. Hey. Back again. Back again. Welcome. Happy Sunday to everybody. Hope you had an unbelievably um, socially distant Thanksgiving. How's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm welcoming back. The lovely J9, as always. And Welcome back. Josh Frias has joined us for the second podcast in a row. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. It's a trend. He had nothing else to do. <laughs> so He loves um, the Masters, that's why. Yeah, he does love the Masters. Yeah. He loves talking Masters, loves talking golf. And, of course, our awesome producer, executive producer. I've promoted him this week. Oh, He's our executive task. producer, Ben Kitchen. Is saying hello or no? You so are you adding me an extra, like, quarter? To my hourly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm up to two twenty-five an hour. You're up to twelve fifty. <laughs> the buffet plate costs twelve fifty. So uh, last week we were chatting about the masters, and I thought you know we'd continue it a little bit more because it's it's really a great subject. Uh, means a lot to me that it's it's my Super Bowl every year. I think to be honest with you, I love football. But I honestly love watching golf, and I know that that sounds boring, and probably half of you are going to turn off the the podcast right now. But (laughs) listen, if you love golf and you love the Masters and you love that tradition as much as I do, you know, then please stay with us. And if you have any comments or questions, love to hear them. So welcome back, Josh. Thank you, Craig. What did you think? You really liked having it in November? I I thought it was so strange. I, I missed having it in April. Like, it's... You you know that when the Masters is there in April, that spring is right around the corner for us up here in in New England. I agree. And, I agree. And I I, I missed not having that yeah. this past April. Um, but it was you know don't get me wrong, we had a great weekend to watch it. I think the scoring was very high because these guys could be aggressive going at the pin because of the fact that it was so much softer than it otherwise would be. Um, no, 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 pa- no patrons. So some guys talked about how they wouldn't be able to take a certain line sometimes yeah, they in the past yeah. because yeah. they would, there would be fans and now, oh. now they could just go for it. Um, so I think some of that, that all changed play- the game. It plays into a lot of the record breaking. I mean, not to take anything away from Dustin Johnson, he was awesome. But yep. I do think that all, with all of the scoring that happened, a lot of it is I mean, Justin Thomas. You had Im, you had yeah. Smith, you had Ma- McElroy, Fratelli. Yep. I mean, just uh, and unbelievable. These guys were like these guys were so far under par. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. You have how many people under par? Interesting. That's a lot you know? of different factors. And, and the one disappointment, you know, the guy who that just had so much, um, so many people were propping him up was Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was expected to, to really give a run at this thing and um, I just think early on in his first round on Thursday, he cranked a couple this way, that way, and it just yeah. threw his whole round off, whereas you know, DJ was steady Eddie all uh, all 72 holes. Yep. It was uh it was pretty pretty incredible, you know. It's very tough to play that golf course to be the first to for your first time to play that golf course hmm. and and compete. To win it is is ridiculous. I think there's only been one person. I think it was it was um I'll I'll look it up. But I think there's only one person that's played the Masters for the first time and won it. They so. said the guy, um, he was from Mexico. He was in it for a while up until Sunday. The wheels fell off on him. Yeah. But it was his first time playing it. And I remember seeing an interview after Saturday's round where he 
had played well and was up there in the leaderboard. But um, he definitely spoke to how challenging it is to, to really learn it for the first time. And what's the reason behind why they couldn't have the books? Is that one of Augusta's rules where they, they don't have the, the books right. and, the, and the charts and all that? Because they spoke about that a lot. Yep. That uh, guys didn't have their, their green reading books out and um, they all had to kind of play it by eye. Huh. So. Yes. It was a. Uh more challenging. It was interesting. It was, you know, I, when you asked me if I would rather have it in April, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's where it was. Mm -hmm. That's where it's always been. But do I think it was pretty cool to have it in the fall? I do. I I liked, I kind of liked having the, you know, the fact that they didn't go out there and blow the the greens after every guy went through was kind of crazy because they had the pine needles falling all over the place. Mm -hmm. And um, you're right. It was a it was a really good golf course to attack. It was a totally different golf course mm-hmm. from that aspect of it. Um, you know, they they could really dial it in and, and go after it. And yeah. you know, there they I did. thought I thought there were going to be a few hole in ones. There were a lot of. I mean, his he, Dustin Johnson's eagle on two. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he hit it to like six inches. He hit yeah. this. You know, absolutely awesome. just roped it. I mean. It, <laughs> It, it's so hard to it's so hard to say anything bad about his game on Saturday. It was absolutely flawless, and on Sunday he was he just did exactly what he needed to do, and still, you know, yeah, he was very smart on Sunday. Yep. He had the big lead. He just knew that he had to not lose it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, his brother being on the bag I think was really cool at, at eighteen, awesome. and you know, they were both tearing up before the tournament was technically yeah. even over. That's and awesome. um, you know, similar to Jack in '86 with his son on the bag, yeah. that that family tie there is just amazing. And it's yeah, fun, he it's, talked about it afterwards. He's, you know, he was like, I, "There's nobody else that I would want to share that with." You know, and yeah. he said he's making me cry, and I'm like, hey, "Dude, you got to stop making me cry." I'm like, awesome. "I gotta, I gotta, I still gotta finish." Right. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the Masters. We talked about the history of the Masters. So I thought I'd throw a fun fact out at you before we throw you a fact. You a fact that most people know, but Bobby mm-hmm. Jones. And we talked about Cliff Roberts. That the, I'm going to say something positive about him this this week. Uh, they bought the land, 365 acres. It was a it was a nursery. It was a green a greenery, right? Mm-hmm. It was called nice. Fruitland Nurseries in Augusta, Georgia. And hmm. he was friends with Alastair McKenzie, a famous um, British architect or Scottish architect, I should say. In 1931, they started building the course. And here's the fact that you may not have known about Alastair McKenzie, okay? And they were very good friends. People thought that he had, like, hired him or that he was looking for him or lured him or anything like that. No, they just had a shared love of, believe it or not, they had a shared love of the old course at St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. They, and they wanted to do something that was like this in the United States. for, And it, and it was really for amateurs. So he died, though. Before the course was finished, Alistair oh. McKenzie. Oh. Okay, not he didn't die horribly. I apologize. So, it was three months before the first Masters. Alistair McKenzie died. So, unfortunately, he Sad. never got he never got to see the Masters finished. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he made a, a heck of a golf yeah, they, course. They certainly sure. did. <laughs> Man, sucks to be him. Yeah. Yep, it certainly did. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ben's humor. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. We get Ben. <laughs> Other fun facts. What do we say that? Oh, here was one too. That Bobby Jones. This is the craziest one you're ever going to hear. Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones originally wanted Augusta National to have 19 holes. 
No okay? way. He wanted to have an odd number of holes because he thought that in the in the course of members playing each other, that they could come to the 18th hole and be tied. Yeah. And so they thought the 19th hole would be the one. It would be a tiebreaker. And you know oh. what he wanted to do? He wanted to make it a par three, 90 yards uphill shot where you had to pitch the ball uphill. Hmm. And luckily for us, that idea was scrapped. Yeah. <laughs> not the 19th hole. Not, not, you know, it's one of those ideas where you're like, eh, yeah. So now, luckily for all of us, the 19th hole is far more beneficial to everybody involved. Exactly. So it's what we're all trying to be. We're all trying to be at the 19th hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we're look, looking forward to the whole game. That's yep. right. Here's another one for you. I mean, you might not have known this one, Jen. 1983, our former president, Ronald Reagan playing 18 over at uh, Augusta with it as a guest, believe it or not, a guest of a member, the president of the United States as a guest of a member, yeah. George Schultz, not nothing to do with peanuts. Oh man. He was the secretary of state <laughs> for, for president Reagan at the time. His round was interrupted on the 16th hole. Anyone, any idea how his round was interrupted? Hmm. A gopher. Well, no, this local <laughs> good one. Yeah. This local, this local uh, Georgian, Charles Harris, crashes. Charles Harris, sorry about that. John. Crashed his truck through the gate and was demanding to see the president. Oh. He actually held people hostage at gunpoint what? in the pro shop for two hours. No way. Before the Secret Service agent subdued him, I am not making that up. I know that that is fact. Wow. Crazy. And what did he want? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want to know more. Yeah, right. I, I, I want to know more. Yeah. All right. Be the I'm just going to leave you hanging there. You're going to have to look. Yeah, it up. I'm looking that one up when I get home. So, no duck, 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 go. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So we talked about Jack Nicholas and how many wins he had, how many top fives, top tens, and top fifteens. Right. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the runners up, the people that were number two, and then we'll talk about all the famous number twos, Mister Mister Norman. Okay, mm. the runners up in these categories. Okay, in wins, the runners up are Arnold Palmer and Tiger Woods. Yeah. Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods are second in top fives. Ben Hogan is second in top tens, and Sam Snead is second in top fifteens. And none of them are anywhere near what Jack, what Jack did over the years at, at basically dismantling. Augusta for 20 He always showed years. up. Every you know year I mean? he showed up, yeah. and that's really hard to do. Yep. You know? Awesome. Pretty cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely unbelievable. So where are we at now? What do you want to talk about? Second places. Famous second places. Well, this Norman, like yeah. you said. I mean, he Phil took, Mickelson. A, he took Phil one Mickelson, right on the really. chin. <laughs> yeah, Phil Mickelson won one, but up until the time that he won it, he was a famous second placer too, all mm -hmm. the time, even in the U.S. Open and stuff like that. But God, is there anything more? I don't even know if you remember this. I'm a little older than you. I watched it live. I watched it happen. Greg Norman yeah. falling apart with Nick Faldo just mm -hmm. in the charge, and Nick Faldo winning, winning the Masters. Ninety six. Yeah. Yep. And that that's happened to Norman a couple of times, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Maybe not in the Masters, but there were some other big tournaments that yep. he had the lead coming into Sunday, and the wheels fell off. So. Well, he won the he won the British Open a couple of times, um, but he never he never won the Masters. Really, I remember yeah. Ernie Els coming in as a runner up mm. quite often. Yeah, felt like. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. But Nick Faldo, um, 
you know, Nick Faldo had a couple of really cool playoffs too. The one, the one playoff he had with um, what uh, Tiger Woods's buddy there. No, not Tiger Woods' buddy. Hmm. It was um, he had a, a playoff, but and they they were going back and they were playing the tenth hole or ninth hole, and he put it in the water. Remember when he put it in the water and Faldo was Raymond like, Floyd. Yeah, Raymond Floyd. Thank you. God, I love having a producer. Um, <laughs> so Ray, Ray Floyd and and Faldo are going head to head. They're in a, they're in a playoff, right? Yeah. And Faldo was like, they they were talking about it last week. I don't know if you saw it, but he was just like dumbfounded. He was like, I can't believe that Floyd just put it in the water. You know, yeah. So we'll talk more about second place finishers when we get back, but we're going to take a quick break. Commercial. We're going to hear back, hear from my buddy Ann, and then we're going to talk about uh, Josh's company too, Fairway. See him down below there. Have you already put away your golf clubs in favor of your snow shovel? Well, if you live here in New England, that is probably already the case. Living up here year-round is not conducive to living your ideal golf lifestyle. With our friends from Golf Life Navigators and Realtor Ann Cummings, we can live our ideal golf lifestyle all year long. Golf is alive and well all year in the Sunshine State, and they will find your forever home, or even just your snowbird home, right on some of the best golf courses Florida has to offer. Stop thinking about your next great golf adventure and take the first step today by contacting Ann Cummings at 603-770-1985 or email at annsellsunshine at gmail.com. Ann will find you the house and course that matches your ideal golf lifestyle. Contact her today. Again, that number is 603-770-1985 or email at annsellsunshine at gmail.com. Golf Life Navigators. Finding home never felt better. You guys done? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We're back. Hey, it's all right. You know, listen, that's a, we're, we're professionals here. We're right. all professionals. All right. First, um, first foreign born winner of the Masters. Anyone? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Gary Player. Thank Very good. What country? South Africa. Very good. Ooh, that was good. Right? Aren't they, like, other than the Americans, aren't they pretty much the dominant force of the Masters? Uh, Along with another country. Which one is that? Spain? Uh, Correct. Very good. Jose Maria Olazabo. Yeah. One of my favorites. And, of course, Sergio Garcia. And even more, of course, from Spain, Mr. Seve Ballesteros. I mean, look, let's talk about some names, okay? Great names. That have won Byron Nelson. Gene Sarazen. Who can forget Gene Sarazen, right? We were all there. We watched it live. His, his eagle on the 11th hole, right? Four eagles have been done in play. Five, right? Or double eagles. Double eagle. I apologize. I'm talking about a double eagle. Byron Nelson, Sam Sneed, Ben Hogan. I mean, Gary Player, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Gary, Gay Brewer. You got Tommy Aaron. Ray Floyd, Tom Watson, Gary Player, Fuzzy Zeller is who I was thinking of the first timer. That's the first timer who played it for the first time, uh-huh. 1979. You got Seve Ballesteros, Tom Watson, of course. I mean, Ben Crenshaw. Who's, who can forget Ben Crenshaw's win in 1984? That was an awesome, awesome win. Um, Nick Faldo, of course, won. He won back to backs, which has only been done by him and I think Jack, right? 
Jack? Tiger did it. Tiger and Jack. Tiger and did it, what, 0102? I think it's Tiger Something and Jack. Like that, yep, yeah. 0102. I was going to say, when's Tiger coming up? Actually, maybe Jack didn't even do it, did he? Jack yeah. did it 65-66. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff, huh? I one mean, of, it, one it, of my favorites was Bubba, though. Yeah. The year, yeah. That, the year that Bubba Watson won, and I have a soft spot for him because I'm also left-handed. Yep. But, man, that ball, that ball he hit off the pine straw, and he, you knew he was trying to hook it around that tree, and it just worked beautifully. They, and you could tell when he won, it meant so much to the guy. Yeah. It meant so much to him. And, and then and he won it was, again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then he won it again two years later. Yeah. He, he, he actually almost won it the year that Adam Smith won it, too. So he could have conceivably won it three times. A- Adam Scott. Adam, Adam Scott. I apologize. Scott. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. My bad. And Jordan Spieth, an, an unbelievable, that was an unbelievable 18 under par. Yeah, I mean, he's one that you could, see, at that time when he was so young and he was coming along, yeah. you would have expected so much more out of him at this point. Yep, you would have. And he's kind of fallen off a little bit. You, you know, even Rory, Rory's, Rory's not what he was, nope. you know, as a younger guy, as far as what we thought he was going to be. So It's we'll, hard, we'll though. See. You know, you said it earlier. It's hard when you're number one and you're up there on top, and it's hard to stay there. It really, it really, yep. really is. It's not, a, it's not an easy task. Right. You know, I mean, we're to think of, to win it, to win it once and then to win it more than once is, is absolutely incredible. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible stuff. I got a fun little question for you. I don't know if okay. it's on your list though. Okay. Who was the first million dollar winner? Mm, that's a good question. Of the masters? Of the masters. Yes. Wow. The last, oh, I can't give it away. That'll give it away. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm last gonna... non-million dollar winner was Vijay Singh. So I'm going to say it's got to be Tiger. It's Tiger, 2001, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, I mean, you think of it. We talked about that before in our podcast, how much the purses of the PGA in general, after after Tiger came on the scene, mm. they went up like tenfold. I mean, they went up to the millions. I mean, this, you know, you, awesome. you're winning. They don't even disclose how much it is, but it, you, you hear it's like at least $2.08 million, but I've heard it's $2.8 million that you win for the Masters. But mm-hmm. again, you know, it's a very... Very shrouded in mystery, like, and I'm sure I'm sure that same sort of a, a thing happened to the purses during the days of Jack and Arnie as well. Sure, what, you know they brought the game along so far, and then kind of it went to Tiger, and Tiger now so they gave it a push, and who knows who the next guy is going to be. It's interesting you say that because Arnold Palmer was the first winner over ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Huh. so he was the first one, and then after him, it, it kept steadily jumping up. When before it wasn't moving very much, fifteen hundred, and it took like twenty. Does it years. say? Does it wow. say how much Dustin won? Two point eight million. It, it's saying it's two point oh seven zero. Yeah, but that's what it was last year. Right. So I think they just haven't updated it. Yep. So here's another awesome. here's another fact. I know you're not going to know this. If you do know this, then text me because you're really awesome. An original <laughs> membership share. In Augusta National, okay. If you bought into Augusta National back then, how much it was going to cost you? Thirty-five dollars. A little more than that, uh, but close. Fifteen hundred. No, if you just add a zero to yours, three hundred and fifty bucks. Oh wow! Yeah. I feel like I saw Which, that one somehow. <laughs> in today's dollars, would be four thousand two hundred seventeen bucks. Jeez, you can't get in uh, half the courses around here for four thousand dollars. Six zeros to that—that's the membership fee now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't even know. Actually, that's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. you don't even know how much it is to be a member. You don't even know. Other and cool thing is the. Did you know this one? The champion. Well, I mean, I know that Josh knows this, but the champion gets to pick the dinner 
right? The championship dinner the night before. The f- Everybody starts a Tuesday Tuesday night before the par, the, the par following, three. The following year, right. exactly, yeah. So They said it was very strange this year because they all had to socially distance. Yes. So picture they're in a huge clubhouse, you know, banquet style, and everyone goes up and gets their food, and they've got all their tables two by two. Ooh. But then t- poor Tiger's sitting in the middle, and nobody's talking to him. Because <laughs> everyone's, everyone's talking to whoever they've been seated with, and Tiger's sitting there in the middle all alone. <laughs> it was, <laughs> that must have been strange. That. He's yeah. been there. Aww. He's been there five times, though. So yeah, He had a very simple menu, I believe, I remember correctly. Huh. It was delicious, simple and delicious, according to. Uh, they had, so I think, the they had milkshakes they for dessert, for the right? Next person yeah, I have it right here. Person. You got it right there. Yeah, uh, there were milkshakes. Um, Woods served the Augusta roll, a sushi roll with shrimp and tuna, as well as steak and chicken fajitas. A dessert, a dessert trio of flan churros and sopapillas. Sopapillas, yep. nice. nice. And two options for red wine. And Tiger playing. And he had milkshakes for dessert. And a waitress or two. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. Another fun fact about waitresses. I'm hungry. That sounds good. Want to go to Perkins? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Wasn't it Waffle House too? Yeah, probably. But Perkins is the one that stands out. All right. Let's go back to let's go back to the maths. Let's go back to Augusta. Okay. So you remember when and obviously we all remember World War II. We were there. Again, you know. World War II. A lot of a lot of things shut down during World War II, and 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 Augusta was no was no exception to this. From 1943 to December 1944, Augusta National closed as a golf club. At Bobby Jones's suggestion, he chose to support the war effort and improve his own finances of the golf course. Can you imagine at a time this was a time when Augusta National didn't have a lot of money, right? They took on 200 head of cattle and a thousand turkeys. <laughs> Whoa. The livestock kept the grass mowed, but it also beat up the fairways and devoured all the plantings. Hmm. Okay. In, in a nearby Fort Gordon, there were 42 German POWs that were being held in Georgia. They were brought over to restore the golf course, and there were members, believe, <laughs> that, believe it or not, it gets even better than this, members of a bridge-building engineering crew in Rommel's Africa Corps mm-hmm. erected a bridge over Ray's Creek. And unfortunately, it doesn't stand today. They apparently weren't that good of bridge builders, <laughs> but it lasted until the 50s. So thought you would. Interesting useless, fact. Useless information that I've looked up on the internet. That and, you'll never forget. I know. I probably you'll never will. you that in like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 30 years. But So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. We're going to do, we're gonna do the, our... Um, what am I talking about, Ben? Help me out. Quote of the week, right? I know we didn't do we a didn't quote of the week. We didn't talk about our but friend. No, I, I'm going to get to that. Our, our, this, don't want to forget him. Our He's quote important. of the week, as it's been brought to you last week and this week and the week ahead, it will be brought to you by our the mortgage team of ELK Mortgage Team or Elk Mortgage Team from Fairway Independent Mortgage. Josh Frias is the owner of that. And uh, if you're looking for a mortgage refi, need some help, have some questions about it, give them a call. 603-570-9338. You got it. All right. And this week, we got the famous Chichi Rodriguez. I thought I would pull out a master's quote uh, as only appropriate, right? Mm-hmm. He says, Chichi said, the first time I played the masters, I was so nervous. I drank a bottle of rum before I teed off. He said, I shot the happiest 83 of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a fun fact about our quote. Chi-Chi actually didn't really shoot an 83 in his first Masters round. It was only a 77. 
But as Chi Chi once said in another context, I never exaggerate. I just remember big. So those are our two quotes from our two master shows. I hope you guys liked our show. You know, we're looking for our sponsors for our spring season. We've got a great product service you want to promote. Please message me on Facebook or email me at Craig at fourgolf.com. And uh, like us on the United Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, YouTube. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Josh. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, We'll see you soon. See you next week. We're going to talk about Club 14. All right. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.